How y'all doing? Welcome to Two Shores Reload. Yeah. You sure is Reload. What is Reload, BJ? What is Reload? Why are you asking me these questions? I don't know. Because you're the host. I'm the host. All right. I'm your host, Preston Donald of New Shores Reload. I don't know who you are. You have to name yourself? (laughs) Yeah, man. I don't know. People do that on podcasts. Oh, yeah. We're trying to be. Yeah, this is a podcast. Anyway, so what is New Shores Reload? Let me tell you what it is. New Shores Reload is a podcast uh, that's on YouTube right now, and it will eventually be on uh, podcast streaming platforms. Eventually, that just takes a little bit of time to do. Um, but we are going to be discussing the sermon that we heard on Sunday here midweek. Usually, it'll drop around Wednesday or Thursday, and it'll just be a you know, we'll give you some time to kind of digest and think about the sermon that you heard on Sunday, and then we'll come in midweek and just get some practical steps on how to apply that into your uh, just regular life and what that looks like fleshed out. and and that's all it is. We're going to try and keep it short to about you know less than 20 minutes. So we probably won't do a very good job on that. No six quarter. That's what's probably going to turn into. Uh, <laughs> but we're going to try. We're going to try and keep it short. No more than 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, just so y'all can listen to it whenever. You don't got to watch it. You can just you know put it on and listen to it. But if you want to watch it, if you're a weird person like that, sure, you can watch us. It just seems weird to me. But whatever. Anyway, so uh, this is on YouTube, so you can like the channel. No, subscribe to the channel. Like the videos. Smash that bell. Smash the bell. Smash the bell. Which turns on notifications for when yeah. a new uh, episode is dropped. That's what people... What would be another word to I, say? I, yeah. Released? I, I'm not a YouTube person. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, but yeah, that'll notify you. You'll get a notification somehow. I don't even know. I think they notify you via email. Is it actually. email? Or if you have it on your phone, it'll like come if you up have in notifications on your yeah. phone for YouTube. It'll notify anyway, you. Yeah, there, we, you can tell we know all about this. We are about all about the YouTube. What we're doing. When our my eleven year old, she should be the host. Really, she should be the host, and she would be a lot more entertaining. And that is the fact. People would probably actually watch <laughs> if she was the host. But she knows all about YouTube. We don't know much about YouTube. Yeah, so. but we'll, we'll get there. Maybe. Probably not. Anyway, so. Probably not. Sunday Sermon, BJ. Yeah. Um, if you could condense the entire sermon to just two or three sentences. You know I can't do that. I know. But try. For us. Okay. Okay. For do us. It just for you. Just for you. Two or three sentences, what would just it be? Just for you. Yeah. So. Uh, condensed two or three sentences. Every every believer has been given a gift. Uh, that gift is to be used to serve the church and serve others outside the church. And the reason we serve using those gifts is to show the grace of God uh, to other people. All right. So, with that in mind, uh, g- congratulations. By the way. That was that was very. <laughs> that was three sentences, I think. Uh, Probably could have condensed it out of two, but yeah, try again. I, I can't do that. I can't do that. <laughs> Anyways, in your sermon, you mentioned uh, somebody who I uh, call Ant-Man. Yeah, it says it right there. Yeah, Ant-Man. In our, in and our, it's capitalized. In our notes here. It's capitalized. Capital like A, character. capital M. That is Marvel, right. right? I don't know. Don't ask me questions yeah. I don't know the answers to. Yeah, that was a good movie, by the way. But, yeah. You see, hadn't seen the movie, Ant-Man? I don't know. Maybe. It's a good movie. I don't know. Anyways, who was Ant-Man? You talked about an older gentleman in one of your past churches yeah. that killed the ants. Who Ant-Man was, Man was actually not just the Ant-Man. Uh, he was a an RE leader, 
earlier before he he uh, got older and retired from that. Uh, I, in fact, the RA leader, uh, when he was an RA leader, he would go to RA camp and he would build rubber band guns for every kid there. That's, As I can imagine, maybe it wasn't every kid, but it was a lot of them. Yeah. There were a lot of rubber band guns by Thursday of camp. That's terrible. Uh, it was it was awesome for for us boys, for the kids. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. For the, Probably terrible for the volunteers. volunteers. Terrible for the camp. <laughs> Never finding <come> rubber bands <laughs> everywhere. They're non biodegradable, right? So it's like they're like Never. basically rubber bands are like tires, right? You can't throw them away because right. they're going to be there forever. But at least. But anyway, he he did that. So he he uh, he served in the church for a long time, and then I ended up. Uh, I wasn't at the church. I didn't. I wasn't raised in that church, but I knew him from RA camp, and then. When I went on staff at that church, he uh, he was the ant man. He he killed ants, but it wasn't just about ants. You know, he 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 had the gift of service, mm-hmm. the gift of helps, mm-hmm. and so he just wanted to come alongside and do what needed to be done. Really behind the scenes, he didn't want to be. As I can remember, I don't remember him ever being on the stage. I don't remember him ever getting any accolades, yeah, or anybody ever even mentioning this guy. Uh, but everybody at the church knew he was a servant and did what it took to get the job done. Yeah. So, wow. yeah. That's pretty neat. So he so he had a lifelong legacy of, of service Absolutely. in the church. It wasn't Absolutely. just, this is the ant box, and he lived in that box his whole life. Yeah, so it morphed, right? I mean, younger man, he works with RAs. If you don't know what RAs is, they might not know what RAs is. We Some know what people, RAs yeah, is. RAs is, an, is, an, is a Baptist, old-school Baptist thing. <laughs> I think some churches around here still do RAs. Mm-hmm. It stands for Royal Ambassadors, and then you got GAs, Girls in Action, mm-hmm. and it's, it's all about missions. It's all about teaching Southern Baptist kids missions. And, uh, and so there are a lot of good qualities to the, yeah. those programs. I was in RAs when I was a kid, and I was really excited about <clears throat> finally being the age to go to it because my two older brothers were in it. And one of the most memorable things from RAs were in, it was like a little Bible study time, and Richard Vincent was the RA leader, and he was talking about Jesus coming in the temple and cleaning the temple. And he was just <laughs> into it. And he grabbed this table next to us and just flipped it over, smashing the wall, busted a hole in the drywall. Nice. Like I mean, just and I nice. was like, "This is the this is everything I knew nice. this would be. I nice. love this." But I know I it's never fantastic. experienced GA. I did go to GA camp one time. Wow, I did go to GA camp one wow. time. My dad actually led music at a GA camp. <laughs> so you were the luckiest. As I was, I was the luckiest, luckiest boy, boy that on the planet. <laughs> Me and five five hundred other girls at a camp together. Uh, but wow. yeah, uh, but you know they taught. I remember RAs, we would take an RA camp out. They taught us how to tie knots. Mm-hmm. I don't remember any of that. Mm-hmm. We had a BB gun shoot, you know, one night. Yeah. I remember the highlight of RA camp was not just the rubber band guns, but you would shoot 22s. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, we digress. Yeah, so this is why it's not going to be short. I know. We just go down these rabbit holes. Yeah. Now you get to see what staff meeting looks like. Pretty much. Pray for Tara. <laughs> yeah. Pray for Tara. Um, anyway, so... Um, here at New Shores, we have a few people uh, that are very much like uh, Mr. Potts. Um, one of those being our resident Ant Man, who is Glenn Sanderson. Yeah, Glenn Sanderson. Yeah. He's resident Ant Man. Yeah, he doesn't kill all the ants because there are too many. I think yeah, there are well, too many. Of them. Well, there's too many. The ants are too many. <laughs> there's too many. Um, no, it's not just that. No, it's not just that. He has so many other hats on, other areas of ministry that he is serving in. That he, I don't think he has time to kill all yeah. the ants. You yeah. know, and they just creep up and 
But he does whenever he, whenever he's what, notified about what him. What does he do here? He's like the electrician, yeah, plumber, plumber, stair, cha- uh, stair uh, checker, chair, chair stacker, checker. What what is a stair checker? Chair stacker. <laughs> he moves chairs around a lot. Every um, week. Every, every week. week every week he actually, does. Yeah, uh, for, for Wednesday nights. Tonight. He checks the well. Mm-hmm. He services the filters on the well. Yeah. Keeps the meter reading going because mm-hmm. the county makes us. Yep. Turn in a meter reading every month. Yep. He does the the other water, the yeah. jug water. Yeah, the, him and his the wife drinking water. Make sure water's here and cooking water. They're refilled because that doesn't. It's not like those just magically appear. Yeah, you yeah. have to go refill them. Yep. We don't have a Culligan man that drops it off. We used to actually. We used to, and we it was ungodly expensive. It was like so thirteen dollars a bottle. Yeah. And now we do a five gallon bottle at the little dispensers. Y'all know the dispensers, right? Mm-hmm. Like the windmill your... dispensers, most of them are, but they're not the West Columbia the oh, one we they use. Don't have windmills it's not here. a windmill. Yeah. But yeah. they used to be. They all used to be. They Anyways, probably yeah. have more business if they had a windmill going yeah. there. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's where we get our water, but we don't do it. Yeah, we don't. Uh, Glenn, Glenn and Gina does. Pretty Glenn much do that. does. And, uh, and our yeah, other, other guy does, other too. Things. Other guy does, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. One of the other our other utility belt guys that will just, if there's a crack and service can fill the crack, they're going to flow into that crack like water and make it happen. That's John Keener. Yeah. You know, he drives the bus on Wednesday nights when he's not working. Which he has intentionally scheduled his work schedule around so that he can drive the bus as much as possible, which is probably what ninety percent of the time. Yeah, he's here. Yeah, which is just really impressive, and he helps helps me work on the buses, keeps them going. Yeah, sound mm-hmm. engineer. Yes, sound and video, all that stuff. All the live uh, stuff uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to the audio for the lives. Yeah, he does which all that. Is sounding really good. He does I must all say that myself. Um, um, he's done an excellent job on that. And he's he up here doing up stuff with kids ministry all the time. All the time. He'll be at parents' night out again probably mm-hmm. if he's not working. Yep. Yep, up here on Wednesday nights also. And uh, there's sound and video on Wednesday nights yep. that he does. Yeah. Um, so, and a and hundred other things, chair stacking whenever he needs to be and mm-hmm. all that. Yeah, all of it. those and two guys are. Both those guys are also on Mo teams. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Let so me yeah, just so, mention John's on my Mo team. Yeah, I know. So that means pretty much yeah. – we watch John do it because he's manimal. He's manimal. He's a manimal. He is. He's half man, half animal. It's true. He can work like none other. Like none other. Anyways, but both those guys are just, just shining examples of uh, of just guys that just serve because they love to serve. That's their spiritual gift, and they've they're gonna feel that need wherever it is. And it's just we're we're really thankful for those guys. Absolutely. And others like them, which there are others like them. You Absolutely. Know, it's not just not just them. Anyways. <coughs> Sorry about that. But let um, me point out, though, yeah. before we move on from that, that we do need utility people, mm-hmm. right? I mean, so like Ant-Man, if he saw a piece of trash on the ground, he wasn't going to say, oh, I'm not the trash man. Right. Let me just mind my business killing the ants. Mm-hmm. No, he would pick up the trash, right? right? And so sometimes we have to do things that we're not comfortable with. Right. Sometimes we have to walk outside of our gifting mm-hmm. to help. And feel like you said about John, fill those yeah. gaps. Like with right? like with you, just for an example, you know, you said from the pulpit multiple times, even though we don't have a pulpit, from the stage multiple times. Um, that a, there's an imaginary pulpit. It's there. imaginary. Yeah. You can't see it. Yeah, uh, it's there, but it's you can't see it. Spiritual realm. It's there, but you can't. See there, it. but you can't see it. There <laughs> it is. Some lore there. Anyways, um, <clears throat> inside jokes. Sorry, guys. Um, you say that on Wednesday nights, you are aware. I'm in my office. In your office hiding, yeah. right? Is They're that, like in my inner office. Is that true? Most of the time, yes. You want it to be. but Most of the time, But I will yes. tell you this. there are time, Every time that John can't drive, BJ drives. 
sometimes I can't drive. Like two weeks ago, I was homesick uh, with sick kid, and I couldn't be here, so BJ drove my bus. Um, and then also he plays principal sometimes. Uh, if we have a. I do. A, now know, that we have John, though, kid, John, John just has to look at. John him. helps a lot. That John, just uh, but he's not always here though. That's true. You know, and so BJ plays principal, and BJ's filled in for uh, uh, like a classroom leader volunteer for before also. Just you yeah. know, might be doing that tonight actually. Might be because Tara's down like eight volunteers or something like that. Yeah, they, they're so, dropping like flies. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of sickness. COVID, COVID, man. COVID. I'm so tired of sickness. COVID. Anyway, so so that's the we look at the the church size that we are. You know, if you get into a big church, you know, a church of a thousand or more, uh, you can you have more people to fulfill the needs of the church, and so you can you can more operate in that box, and not you'll still need to. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's just the heart of service. Uh, you'll still need to go outside your comfort zone, but it's easier to stay in your comfort zone. Yeah. The church our size, we can't afford to do that. There's there's not enough of us to to do the ministry of the church, and so I feel like all of us, to a degree, need to be utility players. Well, it's it's kind of like what Kent said. Kent said, you know, you get in a bigger church, even with staff, you have more specialization, mm-hmm. whereas here you have more generalist. Right. Right. We are generalist, and that's that's just how we're operating here mm-hmm. yep that's just that's how it is that's the nature of the beast but i think it's a beautiful thing because absolutely as you said sunday morning you know christ works in our weaknesses uh-huh. right and so we all have weaknesses or areas that we're very uncomfortable in serving in but christ still calls us to serve and so yep we rely on his strength in serving and not yep. our own absolutely that's really really absolutely. good rely i like that that verse that you used sunday morning was that First Peter four, eleven, something like that? First Peter four ten. Four ten and eleven. Yeah. First Peter four ten and eleven. Yep. Yep. It's really good. All right. Anyway, so with that in mind, what would you say is the timeline for somebody to begin serving after a joining a church mm-hmm. or b becoming a Christian, deciding yeah. to follow Christ? It's hard to put a timeline on it. I know that that for those that are that have just become a Christian, they're just so zealous to get started, mm-hmm. you know, and I mean, even sometimes we're like, whoa, we got to pull you back a little bit, you know, rein them in because mm-hmm. they want to do everything all the time. Right. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. We just want to make sure people are really honing in on what their gift is and serving primarily, not all the time, but mm-hmm. primarily, you know, one of my gifts is preaching and teaching. So mm-hmm. primarily I want to be focusing on that. Right. Doesn't mean I don't drive a bus. Doesn't mean I say, Oh, I, I'm, I'm just focusing on preaching and teaching, so yeah, you're going to have to find somebody else to drive a bus. But for those new Christians, it's helping them to find their spiritual gift so that they can be effective where they serve. Right. Because I can tell you, I'm not effective with kids. <laughs> I can do it. Yeah. I can help out, yeah. but I'm not effective with kids. I, was, so, I wouldn't say not effective. Not, no. as, not as easily effective, I would say. No, but I'm, I'm, not, still, I'm not effective. I say it's yeah. still effective. I'm not effective. I get the job done, yeah. all right, but I'm not effective. God can use it. God can use it, yeah. There's another another inside joke. But, uh, yeah, so, but for somebody that's just joining a church, you know, part of our part of our responsibility as a church is to help show them where they can serve. And I think a lot of people, whether, whether they've been in church a long time or, or even they're just a new Christian, they've got to find their spiritual gift. Mm-hmm. I think that's a problem in many churches. And so when you have a when you have a, a, a couple, say, or even just a, a single person that comes over to a church, and they've been in church for 30 years, that doesn't necessarily mean they know what their spiritual gift is because yeah. many churches don't talk about that too much. Mm-hmm. You know? Especially 
historically Baptist churches. Yeah, Baptist churches don't talk about that. And, and, but even charismatic, though, some, even charismatic yeah, churches, they they talk about certain spiritual gifts, mm-hmm. the sign others. gifts, but they don't talk about helps. Right. They don't talk about service. They mm-hmm. don't talk about administration. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are just really good at administration, meaning you're really good at organizing things, mm-hmm. really good at putting things in a list. Um, but so with those people too, we've got to find a way to help them to realize what their spiritual gift is. And that's what we're going to be doing the next several weeks in our sermon series. Mm-hmm. And, and on Reload, we're going to be talking about these spiritual gifts and diving in a little bit more. But once they find that, and once they find a place to use that in the church, then they've got to use it. So there's right. no timeline, but... It eventually. Eventually. Yeah. Like, if a year, two years goes by, and they're still sitting on the bench, like, it's time to get off the bench and get in the game. Like, right. you can't just keep... Because I think about it like a, a sponge, you know. We mm-hmm. use sponges at, at my house quite a bit for, you know, for, uh, for dishwashing. Mm-hmm. And that sponge, uh, if you know anything about sponges, when you, let's say I soaked it in water, okay. I used it, soaked it in water, sitting there in dishwater, and I just put it up on the counter and just leave it. Mm-hmm. Just as it is, full mm-hmm. of water. Come back a couple of days later, that thing's going to stink. Oh, yeah. It's going to be nasty. Yep. So what do you do with a sponge? Yes, it has to absorb. It has to soak stuff in. But at the same time, it has to be squeezed out. Mm-hmm. All that water has to come out of it. Mm-hmm. Then you can put it up, and then it's good. Right. It's good for a long time. And I think that's what church is. Church is, we've got a lot of people that come in, they sit, and they soak, and then they sour. Mm-hmm. Because they're not dispensing those gifts. They're not dispensing the grace of God. Yeah. And so that's, you know... That's what we've got to help people to find is that sweet spot of service. Yeah, and that could be eventually. Hopefully not a year. I would it say. shouldn't be a year. I I'm say. just going to tell you, it shouldn't yeah. be a year. It shouldn't be six yep. months. But I'm not saying the next week after you join, you need to be doing something. Right. It happens sometimes. Sometimes it does. And sometimes, sometimes we people, got people do it before yeah. they join. Yes, before they serving officially before join. they join. Yeah. And that's amazing, you mm-hmm. know, because you've already got them plugged in and going. Right. They're the easy ones. Yeah. So, what are some ways to serve here at New Shores? Man, there's all kinds of ways to serve at New Shores. You know, we've already mentioned some of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I think those two guys and then others like them would uh, they would benefit greatly if they had some people come alongside them that did some of the things that they're already doing. Yep. Uh, not that they want to give it up, not that they've come to us and begged to give it up. They would never do that. Mm-hmm. But it, it will free them up to do other things that they're more gifted at. Right. You know, um, Glenn is not a plumber. Mm-hmm. He'll do plumbing. He's not a plumber. Right. Glenn's not an electrician. Mm-hmm. He'll do electrical. Yep. You want to tell them that story about when we decided to add a plug <laughs> down in the kids' area? Yeah. So, so we were setting up the check-in station, this and it was before story. we built the wall and moved the walls around. Uh, so it was just... It was just kind of open up in there. And so Glenn and I were dropping a plug just down that wall. And right above that wall, we found a, a junction box. Junction box, man. This yes. is a divine appointment. Yeah, so we just opened that sucker here. in, tapped into it, dropped wires down, got it all hooked up, flipped that breaker back on. And, and we did the patented what? Yeah, smoke test. Smoke test. You know, that's, yeah, Glenn's, just, that's Glenn's yep. terminology, smoke test. Turn it on and wait for the smoke. No smoke. No so smoke. we plugged in the vacuum good. cleaner and turned it on and... It didn't go woo and went wah and dude sparks were flying and uh, we we tapped into the lighting system which is apparently three seven seven volt not one twenty mm. and so that thing that, 
probably really vacuum really that vacuum, really well. That vacuum. It should vacuum really, really well. Worked for about really well. Five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. It was not long for this world. Out. Yeah. Anyway, so then we found a different junction box. but So you can do electrical. We can do electrical, but we're not we're not good at it's it. It's not the best. No. It's not the best. No. So, but anyways, but yeah, so electrical, plumbing. You know, I mean, it, we have a facility, and it needs to be upkept, and it needs to be, yeah. you know, modified as we use it for different ministries and as ministries shift and change. Yeah. Uh, just like in the room we're sitting in, we have a whole bunch of lights. We might put a picture on Facebook or something <laughs> later. Of just kind of the ridiculous, looks, looks ridiculous setup right we have now. going on. Hopefully, it's clean from what y'all seeing. But there's one plug <laughs> in this whole room <laughs> that we're accessible. using, yes. and so we have another extension cord ran from in the offices underneath the door in here yes, to to get more power in here. But but yeah, so things need to be modified and changed, and you know, we need people to do that. Yeah. Also, something that was just a glaring uh, need last week. Uh, I was at home sick with kids. My mother-in-law got there, and I raced over here at 2.30, and I knew one of the buses had been having an issue, and I've been trying to find time to address it. John's been trying to find time to address it, and we just haven't been able to. We've been really busy. And I got in that bus, and it wouldn't start. So I got in the other bus that starts all the time, and it wouldn't start. So then we were scrambling, and we finally got them. John just eventually just flexes muscles at it, and the buses got scared and started, I think. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, but we finally got them going, and we're, you know, 20 minutes late picking up kids. We still made it happen, but, you know, maybe having one designated guy that, or two or three designated guys that's going to, you know, upkeep the bus. Yeah. You know, change the batteries, get, keep them inspected, routine maintenance, fix issues that come up. One of them has a fuel leak. One of them has a static draw, you know. So things that we know are the issues, we just don't have time to address it because yeah. John and I are or per, or, doing Or maybe things. even the skills. To address mm-hmm. it, yeah. Right. I mean, you've got some skills, but mm-hmm. not all the skills. No, I'm, right? yeah, I'm, I'm a shade tree um, best. You can join. You can join a mo team. Mm-hmm. You know, mo you team. can you can audio help video. with audio video. Yeah. You know, one thing that's a, a glaring thing to me in our audio video is we used to have a guy that would sit back in the closet mm-hmm. where our video stream is and switch between cameras. If you've watched our online videos recently, just got one. We just got one camera, mm-hmm. and it's not because we don't have multiple cameras. It's because we got. Nobody to run it. Nobody to switch it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's a, that's a possibility. Another possibility, we've got people that, that comment on our Facebook uh, lives when we go live. Yeah. They could interact. For someone to come come in there and interact with those people mm-hmm. during a service, yeah. or a couple, you know. Uh, we've got security on Sunday mornings that happens. That's just happening with two or three guys right now. Mm-hmm. That They would love to come in and sit in the service, but they know that somebody has to be doing security. Yep. Uh, there are so many avenues of service that we haven't even mentioned. But, you know, one thing that's important to, to think about is when you, when God places something on your heart, do it. Mm-hmm. You know, think about grief share. Yeah. Two ladies, God placed it on their heart. And here's the key. They didn't come to us and say, they came to the office mm-hmm. and they did say, but here's what they didn't say. They didn't say, hey guys, grief share is a really good ministry. We think we need it here. Go do it. They came to our office, and here's what here's here's just a total difference in what they said. They said we think grief share is a good ministry. We think it'd be really helpful for some people in our church and people in our community. We would like to start it. Are you okay with us starting it? And we we're like, absolutely. absolutely, and it's going well. Now that doesn't mean that everybody that comes in here, we're going to say, oh yeah, we're ready to do that right now, mm-hmm. right? But I guess the point is, is don't give us suggestions about what the church needs to be doing. 
if God's laid it on your heart, you should be doing it probably, mm-hmm. right? And if it's a right timing for the church, right? It'll maybe work. we'll tweak it a little bit. Maybe we'll say, hey, not right now. Let's mm-hmm. come back and revisit this three months from now mm-hmm. uh, because we can't do everything at one time, right? right. But, but that's an important part. If God lays something on your heart, bring it to us. Let us pray through it and talk through it, mm-hmm. and it might be something that yeah, our church desperately needs that we never knew we needed mm-hmm. because God's laid it on your heart. Right. We're not the popes here. We are not. We are not. God but we got an open door. You know, us. come up anytime. We're not always here, but when we're here, we're here. Yep. Come on in. So that leads me to how do we get? How do you get involved? How do you get involved? Like if God placed something in your heart, or you mm-hmm. heard something in this. In this podcast, yeah, like, man, I really feel like I could help with X, or I could help with the audio video, or or with worship on Sunday morning. By the way, audio video, I think it scares people. It really does, but I think it scares people. Like, but if you can read and pay attention and click a button, Mm -hmm. you can run the computer on Sunday mornings because everything else is done for you. I'll tell you, my dad had somebody at his church. He was like an Exxon IT guy Mm -hmm. uh, that would come and build the presentations for him every week. Yeah, he had a volunteer do that. So maybe that's somebody something somebody could do, mm-hmm. yeah, right? But we're talking about very elementary, right? Yeah, it's elementary not even that. stuff. It's just, if you can, if you can listen to somebody, now that that's even more complicated. Like listen to somebody do a meeting and doing the PowerPoint for them. Like it's easier than that. Yeah, because it's literally a song. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and right. so you know exactly what's go- what's coming up, and you just click the next slide. That's it. And then I mean Parker. Literally ran sound on Sunday morning. He did. Yeah, our sound guys were out. Mm-hmm. The three guys we have yeah. that know how to run the sound yep. that are not me or you. Yep, two of them are working, one of them was sick. Two of them working, one of them sick. And so he, he got a five-minute crash course at 1040. And and he never ran it before. He ran it. But he ran it all Sunday morning. When I went back there after the, the song portion of the service while BJ was preaching, I didn't sit at the board. Parker did because he had it. I mean, I went up there, and he, he had BJ going and clicked off the ones that needed to be off and Yep. He, he ran it. So the bottom line is, if God puts something on your heart to do something, if this is stirred in you, this thing of of, of service, mm-hmm. um, contact us. Contact Tara. Contact Preston. Mm-hmm. Contact me. You know, see us after church. Yeah. Shoot us um, a text. Give us a email, call. call. Email us. All of our emails are just our name at newshortchurch.com. Preston at newshortchurch.com. Tara at newshortchurch.com. Just, yeah. It's simple. It's very Office simple. at newshortchurch.com. That'll get all of us. You know, so yep. very simple. So just just get involved. I hope you've enjoyed uh, this. I know I've enjoyed it. Yeah, I didn't know I was going to enjoy it. I think I enjoy making this and mm-hmm. talking about it. Uh, I enjoy talking about about church and church life. And so I hope you've enjoyed it. Remember, like uh, this video, subscribe it. Yes, subscribe to the channel. Hit the bell so you can get notifications. Yeah, get notifications we on. will let you know when the podcasts come online. It just takes a little bit of time for them to. They literally. Humans, not computers. It's amazing. Google and Apple do this, but humans verify new podcasts, not not computers. So it's that's crazy. what the that's what the delay is. It's mm-hmm. usually ten to fourteen days before it actually shows up once we submit it. So we'll submit it today and see where it goes from there. Yep. So thanks for joining us. Yeah. We'll be back next week, but uh we look forward to seeing you Sunday. We'll see ya. We're supposed to do this, right? I don't At know. the end. Yeah. <laughs>